for you and your life? Do you find yourself daydreaming about things you hardly ever get to experience? Do you set goals that you can't wait to achieve and then suddenly realize you're making no headway? You're not alone. So many of us are living a version of our lives that's less than what we deserve. We're ready for more, but the problem is we don't know how to get it. This podcast's intention is to fill you up with tips, tricks, and tools to unlock your motivation, get energized, and begin living a life of your wildest dreams. Let's do this. I'm Ashley, and this is the Sparks Podcast. Hello, welcome back to the Sparks Podcast. I am your host, Ashley Smith, and I am so excited to be returning with new episodes. I just want to take a moment here to tell you a little bit about why there's been such a lengthy break in the podcast. So I have gone through a huge change recently. I moved different states. I moved quite far, 18 hours of driving up to Duluth, Minnesota, and I began a new job that's unlike any job I've ever had. And through all of this, I needed to take a break from the health and wellness coaching. While that was difficult for me and it's been hard not having this creative vein and being able to talk with all of you and share the amazing work of my colleagues in the industry, I am so excited to be back. I have felt like now is the time to restart the podcast and I hope that I'll be able to continue strong for you guys in the future. One word of um, warning for the schedule. I was posting these every Monday, um, but due to the new job and trying to stay on top of everything going on, it is very likely that this is going to have a more staggered schedule. When I hopefully figure out what that's going to look like, I'll let you know via my social media. But for now, just kind of expect them to be a little bit random. So for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, the Sparks podcast is my passion project. It is a way of sharing a holistic view of wellness. It, for me, is really about engaging Um, different professionals in different parts of health and wellness to share their experiences as well as share some of my own experiences with you and really help to um, talk about how I've gotten through some of my difficulties and hopefully hear from you about what's worked for you as well. So today, given that I'm going through such a crazy change, I really wanted to talk to you about that to share my experiences with change and really completely kind of restarting life. So as I explained, I recently moved to Duluth, Minnesota. I am about to start my third week here, which seems crazy already, but I'm starting fresh. I didn't know a soul coming out here. None of my family is here. They're all a flight away now, which is just crazy to me after having been, you know, no more than three hours away at any given point in the other places that I've lived. So it could be a really daunting thing to go into. And 
as I was getting ready and preparing to leave, I really tried to take time to be present where I was with my family and with my friends on the East Coast. But I also had a lot of fear. I found myself often having trouble falling asleep, afraid of the unknown, looking around the room and being so sad that I wouldn't be able to constantly have these experiences with my family and friends like I was used to. I thought about going to this place where I don't know anyone. I thought about what that would do to my um, extroverted nature. How was I going to survive without having constant friendship? And I was afraid of this job. This job is a big step for me and one that I know I can do, but the mind plays tricks. It gets all up in there imposter syndrome. I think anytime someone starts a new job, that creeps in. What if I don't get along with the people the same way I did at this job? What if, what if, what if, what if? And that is such a common and easy trap to fall into when moving in to a new period of life. So let's talk about restarts. Something I tell a lot of people that I speak to is that you can restart your life at any time. I speak to a lot of students and the common theme is that they're afraid of choosing the wrong path. They're afraid that they're going to tackle one career and then find out it's not at all what they were meant to do. And so how I explain it to them is that life is long, hopefully, if we're blessed with it. And change can happen at any time. We have to stop falling into these patterns that you enter a career field and do that until you retire. Sure, you can do that if that's really what you want to do and you're enjoying yourself and living your best life. But you don't have to. And I think that's the important distinction. I think what you have to do is follow where your heart is leading you. For example, I was in the same industry for six years, five and a half, before I found this health and wellness coaching. And then I took this health and wellness coaching on thinking it might end up being a full-time thing. But then I found another job in the industry I was in that was so exciting to me. And I had to be flexible and I had to be willing to accept those differences. And I also had to be willing to see why life had taken me on that path. I was introduced to health and wellness coaching for so many reasons. It has brought me so far. It has helped me to understand myself, to deal with my own emotions, to work myself through anxieties. And it's also helped me to know how to talk to people and to know how to lead people and encourage people and help them to see their own strengths. And so in a way, even if my job isn't health and wellness coach, that's something that I can bring into my life every single day, not only in my career, but in friendships, in my relationship with myself, everywhere. 
I like to talk too to students about how something might seem really terrible at the time, but when you look back and see how it affected and changed your life, there's probably something great that you got out of it. I've explained before about how I had been in a position many years ago that really was difficult for me. And it made me physically ill, have panic attacks constantly. And I got into that quarter-life crisis thought process where it was, I've made the wrong decision. I have wasted these years of my life. I'm stuck and I can't get out. But here now, two, three years after that job, I'm seeing what it did for me. It taught me strength. It taught me resilience. It taught me a lot about things that led to my current job. It showed me the importance of meditation and mindfulness. And I wouldn't change that experience for the world. So this is all just to say that change is not only important, but it's necessary. And yes, change is going to be scary. It's going to be scary as hell. If you can walk right into change without a single moment of fear, I think you're probably a cyborg and not a human. But it's something to embrace. Embrace the fear. Because it's there to serve you. So going into another issue that I've experienced during this whole process of moving into this position and into this new state is my brain betraying me, telling me I'm not ready, that I'm not qualified, that I'm an imposter. How could they have possibly thought of me for this job? How could anyone believe that I'll succeed in this way? And this has just been an ongoing track, replaying and replaying in my mind. And what I've really had to to learn is the ability to take a step back, to view myself as if someone else was viewing me, to view my life trajectory, and to see, for example, that hiring manager saw something in me, so why can't I see that same thing? And there's also the idea of starting when you're ready. You are never going to be ready which is the same thing I talk about when we're talking about motivation. Sitting around and waiting for the motivation to strike, to start your new lifestyle, to start a training program, to start anything. You're never going to just have the motivation appear magically. And you're also never going to be ready for that next step. If readiness were a thing, imagine how freaking accomplished everyone in this world would be. Not that we're not. We're all pretty damn accomplished. But if it was that easy, everyone would do it. The key is to just start. To start and to trust that you will figure it out as you go. The number one thing that holds you back in life is yourself. Your own thought process your own mind. If you go into a new job thinking, oh no, I'm not ready, no one will respect me, 
they're going to see me for the imposter that I am. I can almost guarantee you, you're not going to find a lot of success in that position. But if you go in there with the attitude that I may not be ready, but I will figure it out. I may not be ready, but I am capable. I may not be ready, but I have made it this far in life. And I believe that I possess all the skills, motivation, and power necessary to be that boss-ass bitch. You know? Start the new thing in your life with curiosity. We don't need to know all the answers. And we also don't need to be pursuing life constantly with the goal of success. So when you go into a new big change in your life and you think, yes, success, that is what I'm searching for. Success is reaching that next title. Success is reaching that next big promotion. Success is having everyone on my staff love me and having awards, whatever it may be. That's not going to be the same life experience as going into a change with curiosity. Stepping into a new position, just being so curious about the inner workings of that job. Curious to get to know the people, to experience new cultures. Curious to see what you can handle. Curious to find your capabilities and to have new experiences. And when we focus more on that curiosity and less on that success, it puts so much less pressure on us and gives us so much more room to actually succeed. It's kind of a paradox. When you're leaping into something with the goal of success instead of the goal of curiosity, you're actually holding yourself back a little bit from that success. And that's not to say that if you're pursuing success, you won't find it. It just might be a little bit more difficult than going in with curiosity. And if there's a failure along the way, if you're there with curiosity, it will affect you in such a better way than if you're going into the situation for success. With curiosity, when there's a failure or a downfall, instead of beating yourself up for not achieving that next milestone, you're curious. Okay, how did this happen and why? Does this mean that maybe it's not the right path for me? Or does it mean that there's some things I have left to learn? Who can help me to achieve this next time? So please, please stop waiting to be ready. And start just throwing yourself in curiously to this huge amazing world that we have and the final piece of all of this change that I want to talk to you about is how does one go it alone as I said earlier in this podcast I'm an extrovert I thrive off of being around people When I used to find myself alone on the weekends because I had friends out of town or friends that were busy, I wouldn't think twice. I would feel the discomfort and immediately drive the hour to visit my parents so I didn't have to be alone. And in a lot of ways, 
that was a detriment to me. I had some great times with my parents, great times with the family, but I didn't allow myself to sit in discomfort. I didn't allow myself to really listen to myself, to get comfortable being alone. And so moving here to Minnesota, I was really afraid that not having that crutch of people was going to shoot me down a deep, dark path to sitting in the dark and crying every night. And much to my surprise, this actually hasn't happened. I'm in week, starting week three, so (laughs) I still have some time, but... I've really thrown myself into the practice of being alone, of getting back into some of these things that I love, like podcasting and reading. I've thrown myself into my work and into exploring the local scene, and I have made some friends. And so I'm now trying to balance that ability. To get comfortable in the discomfort of being alone. To not need someone else to be okay. And maybe you are an introvert and you absolutely love being alone. And that's awesome. But then you have to get comfortable with the discomfort of going out there and meeting people. No matter what, I believe we're all capable of living in change. We're all capable of amazing things that our brains don't even think about. And the longer we limit ourselves and live without curiosity, the longer we're gonna stay stuck where we are, the less we're going to live, the less we're going to experience. And so I'd like to encourage you, even if it's on a small level, not moving across the country, I'd like to encourage you to experience change. To start before you're ready. And to embrace life with curiosity. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Sparks Podcast. It's been a pleasure having you with me. If you'd like to follow me for more, I am on Instagram at Discovering Sparks, or you can head to my website, discoveringsparks.com. I would love to hear about your changes, how you're restarting, and what you've said yes to before you were ready. Have a great day, and thank you for listening.